Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Season 3 of the World with Nate podcast. I'm your host, Nate Allison. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Gravy's Diner, located on University Ave, right here in our hometown of Cedar Falls, Iowa. Let Kevin and Maddie Graves know that Nate sent you. Thank you, Kevin and Maddie, for everything you've done for me. I really appreciate you guys. Without further ado, my next guest is a small-town Iowa guy, Carson. I'm actually going to be related to the guy pretty soon. And I wanted to have him on and chat basketball. Welcome to the podcast, Carson. Thank you, Nate. Happy to be here. Appreciate that. So basketball has recently exploded in Iowa with the entrance of Caitlin Clark and the Iowa Hawkeyes in the national championship game. And you have been playing basketball since you were a kid. You went to Upper Iowa and played basketball there. And now you're involved in basketball in Cedar Rapids. And I want to talk about all that. But first, growing up in small-town Iowa, what was your experience like? You're from... From New Hartford, New Iowa. New Hartford, okay. yes. Um, so a very small town. Um, some people have heard of it, some others. <laughs> right. Some people some, haven't. Some so listeners okay. may not have. For sure, yeah. Small town, probably 15 minutes um, west of Cedar Falls. Okay. Um, wouldn't trade it for the world. Um, absolutely loved growing up there in that community um, with my family, my friends, all Heck that yeah. good stuff. So. What did you do to stay busy as a kid? Sports. You're a basketballer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. coming from a smaller school you're kind of inclined to be involved more um, just with activities, sports, non-sports, all that good stuff. So, I mean, we, my friends and I, we stay busy with basketball, baseball, football, track, pretty much everything, all of it. So, um, but again, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade that for the world at all. That's awesome. Hell yeah. So um, this small town community, when you say small, how many is in like your graduating class? Graduating class was around 65. Okay. did you guys have a tr- trouble putting together teams at that small or no? You had enough uh, involvement? Yeah, uh, we definitely had enough involvement, so we didn't ever really struggle with that. I'm sure some classes, depending on size, um, size definitely do struggle with that. But the class I was involved with, I mean, a lot of people were just very everything. active. So, yeah, which just made like it you. awesome. Hell yeah. Yep. Um, small town Iowa growing up. It's benefited both of us, and staying busy in small towns yeah. is important yep. to stay yep. out of trouble. Absolutely. When were you first introduced to the game of basketball? Uh, I mean, very young. My dad was uh, the athletic director at oh. the middle school okay. um, in New Hartford, and I mean, we lived walking distance to the school. So he was always up there um, doing whatever he needed to do with all the different sports going on, and I yeah. just kind of followed him around and, yeah, fell in love with the gym. Tag basketball. So, yeah, I mean, I've went to plenty of practices and all that good stuff growing up. Um, honestly, probably from like first grade until always involved in middle school. So, just watching, learning, having fun. Um, the coaches then were were cool of letting me just kind of hang around. Heck yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's my memory of kind of being introduced to basketball and then even all the other sports. So. Now, we're sticking with basketball because that's a sport you decided to pursue. Yep. You played throughout high school. What did your high school experience look like? You were starter. What position you play? Um, yeah, high school was actually kind of interesting. Um, I was fortunate enough to play varsity four years. Damn, um, which is a big achievement. Yeah, um, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, <laughs> Humble guy, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> freshman year, I broke my left arm. I think maybe midway through the season. Um, so that one, that season was kind of cut short. I was fortunate enough to come back towards the end um, when we were in the playoffs and stuff like that. Heck yeah. So again, that was kind of like half a season. 
sophomore season, got to play full season, didn't have as good a season as we had hoped, um, but still, still good stuff. And then junior year, only played the last eight games of the year. And what was the reasoning behind that? Had an injury from football. Dang. Um, that kept me <laughs> out. Yeah, I got to play the last eight games of the year. Um, luckily, we made it to state. So I got to play down at state there. Um, and then senior year, got another full season in. Again, kind of cut short of what we had hoped for, but very good. I was happy with the career, happy with the people I played with, um, just playing with my best friends. We had a lot of fun. So a lot That's of memories made, awesome. um, but it was sure kind of an interesting four years just because of injuries and yeah. stuff like that so but it when, was good when you were uh, playing basketball at this time what was your long uh long-term goals within basketball yeah um probably sophomore junior year I think I had kind of had the mindset that I wanted to play in college okay. didn't know how that was going to look where that was going to be um but I was just hopeful to yeah keep pursuing basketball after high school because that was definitely my passion you said you um, broke your arm now, I got to ask, was it your dominant hand or non-dominant? <laughs> um, both. It's for real? Both. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. what that so, look like? Junior year football, I fractured my wrist, my Kay. dominant hand wrist. So you're right-handed. Um, yep, right Kay. hand. And then kind of happened, I didn't even really know about it. And then we found out towards the end of the season. And by then, just said, going to finish out the season. So we had a very good season going. Um, yeah. So you elected to play. Elected to play and then just dealt with what was to come after that. Um, and then the last game of our football season was the semifinals in the Dome. I broke my left elbow. Get out of town. So it was an interesting, I yeah. don't know, two months after that, I was in a cast in this arm, slinging the left arm. Dang. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that was a, like, kind of a long recovery. But I can it imagine. taught me some – just some good uh, lessons, I guess. Hell yeah. In a sense. You so. have to figure out how you're going to unzip Obvi your pants yeah. <laughs> with no arms. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, yeah, everything had to be done differently. But it yeah. was, looking back on it, it was very good lessons um, yeah. learned. So, But I was fortunate enough to come back then <clears throat> and do the last uh, or play the last eight games of the season. Yeah, so. very cool. Yep. Now, yep. when did the college recruitment start? What did that look like? When were you like, all right, I got a chance to maybe take it to the next level? Again, um, junior year is pretty um, important, I guess. In the scheme of recruiting? In the scheme okay. of recruiting, um, at so least basketball-wise. Yeah, so, I mean, I missed a lot of the junior season. I didn't really play AAU. Okay. Um, so the recruitment... I don't, there really wasn't like a ton there. Um, I think I was just hoping that to just keep working hard and that things will happen for Heck a reason. Yeah. Um, honestly, the coach I played for in college, his dad was a high school coach at Wapsie Valley who was in our conference, <clears throat> and he's been very good to our family, had a very good relationship with my dad. He just – and. He, Obviously, his coach or his son was coaching college at the time. Um, he said that things are going to work out. Don't worry about it. Fuck and yeah. Full circle, I play for his son I in college, know. So. Isn't that wild? Yeah. yeah. So I'm very thankful for him, um, just that he was kind of looking out for me too. But and my high school coach, he did what he could too with um, trying to get my information out there as well. But it was just tricky not playing <clears throat> my junior year and then not really playing AU. So I really only had senior year to – focus on to figure it out yeah so, but it worked out heck it yeah worked out, so so good. you decided that you were gonna go i mean upper iowa that's that's not like d3 you're not a slouch you know what i mean <laughs> mm -hmm. so 
Um, the skills that are required to play at that level are higher than when you're playing to play. Were you nervous going into that arena with your limited playing time? or were you um, For sure, yeah. I mean, I remember going up to watch Upper Iowa play um, <clears throat> my senior year of high school. Okay. And they were playing a very good team in their conference. <laughs> I just looked at my dad. I'm like, I don't know if I'm cut yeah. out for this because, I mean, the guys are – huge yeah they're fast they're quick they can jump out of the gym skilled like very much so yeah i thought i was gonna have i obviously did have my work cut out for me but i didn't know if <clears throat> this was gonna work out or not but yeah how'd you get past that those <clears throat> self-limiting beliefs because they can ruin you yeah i mean it sounds cliche but just going to the gym as much as i can um, okay and putting up as many shots as i can and just really putting in work to kind of make myself believe in what I can do and Hell what yeah. I can bring. So. It's not cliche. And it doesn't sound that yeah. way at all yeah. because there's people that are not willing to do that, mm -hmm. to put in the extra mm -hmm. work, to get in the gym every single day. Yeah, and I mean, I, that's what I love to do. I love to just go up to the gym every day and shoot. Um, I just found a lot of peace with that. So Hell yeah. I think it paid off in the most for the most part. Hell but, yeah. yeah. So your experience at Upper Iowa, <clears throat> what was that like? Fayette is a small town, similar kind of yeah. to what you're used to. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's kind of what drew me in is it was somewhat okay. similar to my hometown. Um, but I struggled that first year okay. a lot. How so? Uh, being away from home, being away from my friends, my family, and then just the college life kind of. I just wasn't ready to kind of be on my own like that and away from everyone that I've grew up with and had very good relationships with and stuff like that. Um, I even remember telling my mom I was going to come back to you and I after that first year, yeah. uh, just cause I was struggling and yeah, it was tough, but got through that first year, got through the first season of basketball. Um, so in, I'm sorry, in regards to where the season of basketball is to where school starts, what was that like? Did you have time where you had to do school first and then? Uh, like the first two weeks of school. And then you're practicing right away we're, we're doing with your guys. Stuff, stuff like that, um, which I liked the basketball side of things for the most part. <clears throat> I think, honestly, it was just being away from home. Yeah, hell yeah. That stuff's then, hard the first time. And then still just wondering, like, if I was – um, good enough in a sense to be there. Like I, yeah. did, I still didn't know. So, yeah. Um, but my teammates were awesome. Um, some of the best relationships I have <clears throat> still to this day, which is so cool to hear. Um, and then the same with my coaches as well. So, so you get there a little baby freshman. How many other freshmen are there on the team? Um, I think you we had say? a class of five of us. Okay. So, and then how many are on the basketball squad together? All five total. of us. Oh, total yeah. we had like your team. Yeah, probably eighteen. Okay, and then those so. guys are always traveling. Where are you guys traveling from at Upper Iowa? And who's kind of in the conference? What's um, that look like? A lot of schools up north. Um, so Minnesota, okay. North Dakota, South Dakota. All right, we're the only one in Iowa. Um, there's one in Nebraska. But yeah, otherwise. Minnesota, North and South Dakota. What's travel look like? You guys fly, bus, car, <laughs> get we there however? Not fly. Or um, <laughs> we flew to California, luckily. Right. Yeah. Um, but conference-wise, the longest trip was 13 hours. Who? In a bus? In a bus. We're we're not flying. We are driving. <laughs> so, yeah. um, my not North Dakota, 13 I hours. I know exactly where it's at. So, yeah, dude. Heck uh -huh. yeah. And it is the weather there. It can get cold. I don't know when you oh, have yeah. the basketball season, right? It was probably. Yeah, no, yeah, it was 
below freezing for sure or below zero. Um, but those were actually kind of fun trips. You, we got the VIP bus, it's called. Okay. Um, so everyone has their own bed, lots of TVs. Oh, dang. Pick up a PlayStation. So, I mean, it, it's still 13 hours in a bus, yeah. but it's A little doable. bit of bonding, I'm sure. And oh, yeah. crap goes yeah. on in no, the bus. No, honestly, it's usually one of the most fun trips of the year just Very because cool. yeah you're bonding for that long and you have to get to have some fun so heck yeah, yeah. um being from dyke new hartford anybody else from small town iowa on your team or where are these guys from that are um, not from dyke new hartford uh there was a sumner fred kid who okay. that's in our he was older um than me but that's a conference school yeah we had a lot of iowa guys on the upper iowa team okay um kind of just from all over more big cities cedar rapids des moines stuff like that but still some small town kids too which can relate to heck yeah so. um do your degree plan you got there as a freshman did you have a plan or were you figure it out as you go <laughs> kind of um both my parents were teachers my sister's a teacher okay i'd always um liked thinking like a pe teacher kind of okay i, I enjoyed my pe teachers in school so that was kind of the route um, that I ended up choosing. Okay. Um, it was kind of in the back of my mind the whole time. So I ended up choosing that. Uh, so an education major? An education. So. All right. Yep. yep. And what was school like for you? Difficult? Easy? What kind of student are you? Don't mean to put you on the spot. No, no that's okay. Um, C's getting degrees too, man. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, I mean, if you... Not talk. advocating for bad students. If you talk to students that go to Upfire, they'll kind of not make fun, but just poke at the fact that it's not too tough. Okay. There's nothing um, wrong with that. So school-wise, honestly, I loved it a lot. Uh, they do it a little different. They do eight-week quarters. Okay. So you're in a class for only eight weeks as opposed to 16 weeks. Yeah. And you take three classes for two of the terms and two classes for two of the terms. So that's a little bit different from standard practice college <clears throat> yeah. experience. So like during the basketball season, term two and term three, um, I'm only in two classes. Because you can schedule it out. Week, so that's smart. Two classes a day, yeah. Monday, you get Wednesdays off. Very nice. Two classes a day, four <laughs> times or four days a week. So yeah, school actually was cool. I liked how just they set it up. So very good. A yeah. good experience there. Yeah. That's cool to hear. Yep. Uh, another person who was on the podcast, um, <coughs> Mary Jansons was also an upper Iowa graduate. Okay. So I was excited okay. to cool. kind of talk about that yeah. a little bit, uh, before your time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah it probably hasn't changed. So. No, she, uh, said some of the same things about the little community and enjoying her time there and mm -hmm. all of that. Um, being, a college basketball player and try to balance the school and the games thing that with your workload was never tough i mean it wasn't easy okay uh but again that's a lesson that it kind of teaches you is just time management and having yeah. your priorities straight yeah are so, there opportunities for help like uh i don't know some of the bigger <clears throat> schools have um tutors and all that is that available at yep yep it's still available up there um and we would have a uh, study table that we call it um as a basketball team so no plenty of help <clears throat> and the really cool thing about upper iowa is that you know your professors and your professors know you hell yeah um just because of the class size and so they're very inviting for you to approach them whenever you need help so very good very cool. a lot of good help up there too um yeah now awesome. your experience as a it's peacocks they're the peacocks the peacocks correct? you bet you bet and uh short term a lot of people refer to them as cocks i'm sure yep. that was uh, pretty cool as a college dude yeah yeah so 
what was your playing experience like as a freshman? Did you see any playing time? What was your role in the team? Um, yeah, I saw some playing time freshman year. Um, what position? Of, you never uh, answered Point that. guard, okay. sorry. Point <laughs> guard, yep, yeah. yep. So, um, so you're handling the ball every time down the floor. Who, trying to. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, <laughs> trying to handle it. I like to pass to my teammates, kind of <clears throat> try and set them up at least. But You're yep, a pass first guy? I was. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what you'd say? Yep, yep. That's very cool so, to hear. That's, I just enjoyed playing the game like that. Hell so yeah. Wasn't worried about scoring. I wanted <clears throat> all of them to score. So Very cool. Yeah. John Stockton good. type. Is that oh, a good? <laughs> or no? Not, not that. Your favorite. Not that. Not that good. That's no. for sure. Well. But I liked his playing style too. Hell yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Um, so what, what sort of challenging experiences did the realm of basketball afford you? <clears throat> Freshman year, you played a little bit. Mm -hmm. Did you continue to gain more playing time, or would that look like? Yeah, a little bit as the season went along. Um, part of that was due to an injury to a guy ahead of me, unfortunately. Um, but then, yeah, a little, little more time each year, I would say. Um, yeah, there, I mean, there can be a lot of challenges throughout the season. Just obviously, it's a very long season. So how many games are we playing in a, in a collegiate oh, season? Oh, 30. 30, tough on the pretty tough to on the body when you're trying to play that much. Yeah, um, and how our conference rolls is that you play Friday, Saturday nights. Oh dang! So you're back, back to, to back. back. Yeah, that's so, tough. That's tough, but you kind of get used to it after a little bit. Um, but yeah, just the even outside of basketball, you're missing pretty much all the breaks within the school year too. Thanksgiving break, Christmas break, spring break. Yeah, <clears throat> like that is tough. That's a challenge. I mean, you don't really get to go home when everyone else is going home too, but. It makes it worth it with the guys you're surrounded by, for sure. Heck yeah. At least in my um, uh, experience. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That having to miss out on that stuff because you had practices. Yep, yep. It just the season kind of runs through all of the breaks yeah. during the school year. But heck yeah, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. So any accolades or anything when we're talking about that? You played all four <clears throat> years. Yeah. Um, junior year, I think I was first team all conference. Hell yeah. Um, so when, senior. when you're getting to that point mm -hmm. and, um, you're making a name for yourself within the sport, um, are you looking long-term is basketball at, at that point in your life, was basketball something you thought you wanted to do longer than just college? Uh, like playing wise. I don't know. What was your thought process? Where were you at? I always thought like if I could Europe keep playing, or Germany or NBA, that would be cool. thoughts, um, G league, obviously the NBA and G League would be way out of out of question. Your reach. Um, but, like, I always thought about possibly trying to play in a different country, but just never went through with it. I don't know if I would have had the opportunity to, but just couldn't really commit myself to doing that. Um, but otherwise, yeah, I was hoping to be involved with basketball somehow after yeah. school. Um, that, that's definitely my passion. I love it a lot. So didn't really know how that was going to look. Um, yeah. But luckily so far – being since removed from college, yeah, I've been fortunate enough to be involved with basketball. Still. It's so far worked so. out pretty good for you. Yeah, yep. Um, when uh, you're in Iowa and thinking about the future in basketball, mm -hmm. there has to be a little bit of limitation, you know. We're not a giant power conference place. Mm -hmm. So how did you get past that sort of stuff, thinking, hey, maybe I could do it long term? You were looking at maybe coaching, like coaching revenue, revenue or what? Yeah, yeah. Uh, after I was done playing, um, my coach was fortunate enough to let me on, um, or sorry, I was fortunate enough that my coach let me be a graduate assistant. Oh, okay. 
So I did that. At Upper Iowa. Yep, at Upper Iowa. So um, got to do that for two years. Really good experience. Um, Liked it a lot more than I kind of thought I would. Did you have any problems being that you're 20-some years old? Some of those guys you probably played with, right? Yep, exactly. To differentiate those roles, was that tough? What would that look like? Um, Not as tough as I expected. Okay. Um, Obviously, there were still some challenges there, but kind of the core group of guys that I hung out with was a year above me. Okay. Um, So So they're all gone. Senior year, (laughs) yeah, they were all gone. And then my senior year playing, I still had a very good relationship with um, the guys on our team. They were just pretty young, like freshmen, sophomores. So, I mean, we really only had one year together, and I could kind of separate myself from that too. But, yeah, I mean, certainly a challenge no matter where you're at if you're coaching a player that you just played Absolutely. But it worked out well. Um, you got to set boundaries for sure. Absolutely. So So what sort of things were you doing as a graduate? Who still in classes, unfortunately. Okay, so you're still going to school. Okay. Yeah, so got my master's in sports administration. Okay. Um, So, yeah, GA kind of you're in school still. Um, it was online stuff, so that helped. Um, otherwise, you're doing individual workouts, small group workouts. You're helping with scouting reports, helping with practice plans, watching film. Damn. Doing the laundry. Um, whatever they need. Whatever they need, whatever the, the head coach and assistant coach don't want to do. Um, yeah, you're you're filling in for. So. Heck, yeah. And your aspirations <clears throat> and goals after doing that, would that look like? I, I, I did want to stay in the coaching um realm of things especially at the college level just i I liked that level um i kind of liked everything it entailed i just wasn't apt to move away okay um and kind of if you want to be in the college basketball coaching business i think you do have to be willing to branch out move kind of wherever you need it yeah wherever yeah wherever you can find a job so what made you stay put here what Um, made you want to stay in iowa yeah, so I after that, I stayed on staff with a different job on campus that allowed me to keep coaching basketball for one more year. Um, and then I had to make some decisions because that obviously wasn't going to be sustainable um, for a family in the future, stuff like that. Um, then I was introduced to Shoot360, um, a basketball training facility coming to Cedar Rapids. Okay. Um, where my now fiancé lives and is from. Cedar Rapids. Cedar Rapids. Okay. So... Honestly, it just kind of fell hand in hand like it was meant to be. Hell yeah. Because, um, I, I mean, I couldn't you really stay. You spent your in, whole life around basketball. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, I couldn't really stay in Fayette any longer. Just right. Time job was up. wise. Time right. was up for sure. So I yeah. needed to do something. And, again, I didn't really want to branch out and coach at a different school. And move. And move. Yeah. Um, and this – opened up literally when i was looking for a job which is wild it worked out perfect shoot 360 (sighs) yeah in the most layman terms because i can barely dribble a basketball with my right hand (laughs) explain what that is shoot 360 uh it's the most advanced training most about most advanced basketball training facility in the world okay according to the shoot 360 community community. yeah all right um it's not only in Cedar Rapids. Nope. Uh, first else? one in Iowa. Okay. Uh, I think we were number 31 to open up in the world. Okay. So um, it's a worldwide corporation. Yeah. 30 in the U.S., one in the Republic of Georgia. Very cool. Uh, the first one started out in the state of Washington, um, 2010, 2011, 2012, okay. something like that. And then just have kind of slowly 
built new ones. Um, there's a lot on the West Coast and South, kind of in the big cities, bigger yeah. states too. Um, but they're, I think they're really going to start to pop up kind of everywhere. Yeah, so. the next, I think, closest one that I, there was maybe one in Nebraska, Indiana. As There was one in Indiana. Indiana, and then Fargo. Again, okay. it's not too close. Um, 13-hour car <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and bus then ride. <laughs> Naperville just opened one up okay. within the last year. Very cool. So, yeah, again, not – too terribly close to So when to did Iowa. this open in Cedar Rapids? We opened February 17th. Okay, of 2023. Okay. Yep. So just we've been open for two months. Hell yeah. 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 Okay. So this um, idea, when did you find out about it and and, and how? Like it's, brand, it's a brand new concept when you found out about it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, a friend of ours sent the job application to my fiance and I. Yeah. Um, because it was coming to Cedar Rapids and they knew I liked basketball and they were looking for Perfect the fit. position that I was hired for. And so another full circle moment, come to find out that the owner who was bringing this to Cedar Rapids went to high school with my college coach. Wow. Like two years apart. Um, so again, my college coach knew I was looking for another job yeah. and he reached out to him and put in a good word for me. Um, oh, they yeah. have a good relationship. He had really good things to say about the owner um, so yeah, it kind of worked out perfect that way too. fit. So yeah, perfect fit. Thankful for Brooks, my college coach, um, for what he did for me. And then reaching out to Jeremy, the owner of shoot 360, him and his wife, Jen, um, super people. Yeah. It couldn't be more perfect. It's so. just a true testament to sometimes, um, it's not about what, you know, it's who, you know, who you know, and to how powerful it is to make those awesome connections and to have that network. Mm -hmm. So then when something opens up and you need a hand, do you have people that are willing to look out for, for you? For sure, for sure. Uh, yeah, you hit it right on the nose there. Um, very, just very fortunate that. Yeah, it's wild. worked out like this. And to set you up for something that, like this is the, the perfect fit. <laughs> right? I think so right now for sure. So I, I mean, I have no intentions of leaving Shoot 360. So what, um, what, explain for sure. Shoot 360. So I come in there, I'm like, I want to get better at basketball. Yeah. Who who comes in? Absolutely. Kid, uh, um, high school kids? Really, any age kids. Okay. Uh, this will be a long-winded answer. That's perfectly fine. Um, basketball training facility focusing on ball handling, passing, and shooting. Okay. Very technology, data, feedback-driven. Okay. <clears throat> and age-wise, it can honestly be, I mean, the skills courts that we call them where you're working on passing and dribbling, you can really do any age, even yeah. five-year-old. Our owner has a five-year-old son. He does it. Shooting portion, you, you got to be able to get it up to a 10-foot hoop. Yeah. Yep. Um, but what's really cool about it is the technology that Shoot360 has. It's their own pat patented technology. Ooh, that's a big piece, probably. And the NBA and WNBA teams use our technology. Shit. Big time. So, man. yeah, like we've got five-year-olds that can use it, but the professional basketball players also are use using it. the technology that we offer. That's very which, cool. Yeah. It's yeah. Cool. To it's have that blowing. access in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. <laughs> exactly. is amazing. Exactly. Hell so, yeah. Like I've seen pictures um, just on social media from different NBA accounts, and in the background, you see exactly what you see in our facility. And Hell I yeah. just think that's So people who watch NBA, cool. check it out. Maybe they'll yeah. get to spot it as well. You did say that the one in Georgia is owned by uh, who, a professional. Oh, yeah, yeah. The one in Republic of Georgia. Yeah, yeah. Um, so way across the, yeah. the world is owned by Zaza Pachulia. And listeners will know if they watch the NBA. <laughs> <Yeah>. Correct. Uh, <laughs> NBA champion with the Warriors um, in the last Saw like, five the value. years or so. 
in this and brought it there. Yeah. Yeah. That's wow. his home, home country. Um, obviously saw the value and started his own one there. So, oh yeah. Yeah. So is every person on staff, a basketball player, you have collegiate experience. Mm-hmm. What about everybody else? Um, so yeah, at our facility, they have some basketball experience for sure. Um, we have actually a professional, uh, someone who just got done playing overseas. Okay. He's a coach for us. Um, we have high school coaches, college coaches, um, a couple college players. Um, yeah, they're all involved some way in basketball, yeah. which is cool. Very cool. So a, very, a good kind of mixture of levels, talent, um, all that good stuff. Brings a lot to the table. Yeah. yeah. Now you say passing, shooting. What kind of technologies are, are we talking about that measure that kind of stuff? Yeah, good question. Yeah. Um, so the skills portion, which is dribbling and passing, um, it's just a lot of it's four TV screens that's okay. in front of you. Okay. So you've got a virtual trainer on the screen taking you through different ball handling drills, passing drills, stuff like that. Okay. So it's something you can pass the ball at the screen. Okay. Um, and some of the things that you can do up there um, tracks like the accuracy of your pass, precision of your pass. So you're hitting like moving targets, stuff like that. Wow. Okay. So it's um, kind of like a game. It is where, yeah, very true. It's kind of where video games and basketball meet. Um, so it's a lot of virtual stuff like that. Um, but then the biggest piece in our facility is our shooting technology. Okay. Elaborate. Okay. Oh um, yeah. Here's your, <laughs> here's your time. Carson. So, yeah, yeah. Let so it shine, it's, baby. Uh, it's called the splash meter. Okay. So splash, I've splash heard that meter. with the guys from golden state, right? The splash brothers. Splash or? brothers. Okay. Yeah. So that's probably something with that. Dying, uh, dropping, <clears throat> uh, three point shots, right? Yeah. That's um, kind of. So the splash meter is okay. tracking the arc of your shot, so how high you shoot it. The depth of your shot is kind of how long or short you shoot okay. it. Um, and then it tracks how straight you shoot it. They, they call it left and right, but okay. it's just how straight you shoot it. So those three components of your shot are being tracked, and you get to see this on a screen above the backboard. Oh, you like a, a trail of where your basketball went, per um, se? Or? Kind of. So. Okay. There's a green, a yellow, and a red zone. Okay. The green zone is called the splash zone. And the goal is to get all three of those components. Metrics. Metrics yeah. in the green. Okay. Um, so it's kind of three dots connected in a line, and it's going to move after every shot that you shoot. So you get to see an instant feedback. Um, Adjustments an, yeah, and Yeah, instant feedback, adjustments, stuff like that. Every shot you shoot, it's going to move, and it's going to tell you you're going to have either a green, a yellow, or a red circle for your arc, a green, a yellow, okay. or a red circle for your depth, a green, a yellow, or a red circle for your how straight you shoot it. Gotcha. And the goal is to try and get all three in, in the green um, because they say you've got a 90% chance of making those shots. That's exactly what I was going to ask next. Yeah. If they're all green, does it mean you're making the shot? Um, 90% of the 90% time. 90% of the time. We oh, have yeah. seen on rare occasions where it doesn't go in, yeah. Um, but most, yeah, most of the time it's going wow. in. Wow. Um, so that's just, hey, if you start uh, – so what does that benefit you're trying to make shot adjustments or yeah um i mean some people might tell an athlete you're shooting too high some an, a person the next day might tell them they're shooting too low and then coaches and mixed, giving feedback yeah, you're saying mixed messages right um so by looking at this it's something you, you just can't argue from a data position because it's the science behind what a perfect shot looks like um science from nasa and carnegie mellon yeah. Carnegie Mellon and NASA over like a hundred and million, hundred million shots. They've said um, to Developed. dial it down to 
what your ranges should be. So within wow. the green, yellow, and red, you have numbers too. Um, okay. So there's ranges for the green yep. and stuff like that. Yeah. So you get to see the number, you get to see the color. Um, and yeah, so it's just to tell us what's working with our shot or what's something we might have to yeah. tweak. And then the coaches in our facility, it's our role. Let's say their arc is too high. Now we got to figure out why their arc's too high. Maybe it's mechanics, maybe it's release point. Stuff huh. like that. So that's where we kind of play a role of trying to fix the actual shooting motion. In oh, a yeah. Sense. And then hopefully that correlates to better numbers yeah. being in the green. And stuff fixing like that. their problems yeah. or whatever. Yep, yep. So it's just, wow. yeah, it's an instant feedback tool to ho hopefully speed up the process to become a better shooter. Shit. So you can see visually NASA what we technology. need to do. <laughs> yeah. It's Which wild. Which is wild. I'm telling you. Wild. Yeah. Cool. So we had mentioned a little bit about a video game aspect of it mm -hmm. when you're like passing what it's, it's like VR, your, the TVs you're seeing, um, people explain that a little yeah, bit. Um, so there's a couple different things you can do. Um, one of the sections, we have a, tr a training section okay. where you have a trainer on the screen, All right. taking you through the dribbling drill, um, taking you through the shooting drill, like okay. showing you what move you're doing, what shot you're shooting. Um, same thing with the dribbling, what type of dribbling move you're doing. So that's kind of one component is okay. the training section, trainer on the screen showing you what you're doing. Yeah. And we've got levels one through eight, um, one being very beginner, eight being very advanced. Oh, yeah. So there's different ways to progress, progress, yeah. challenge yourself, try new things. Very cool. Um, and then the other component is our compete section, which is different passing dribbling shooting games and competitions okay um so yeah just like there's probably 10 to 12 different passing and dribbling games you can play 10 to 12 different shooting games you can play um Very still cool. while getting all the feedback as well oh yeah do coaches ever challenge students like hey let's yeah, see yeah. Can hit the shoot yep, yep, for sure for sure yeah it's fun um but the coolest like challenge or competition that we have in the building it's called the daily shoot off okay it's a four-quarter game, two minutes a quarter. Um, you're just trying to make as many points as you can, um, and you're competing against other people in your facility oh. and shoot 360 facilities across the, across the world. Dang. So you get to see your name and what facility you're at, and then you get to see the name. That's kind of cool. names and where they're from and who you're competing against. Yeah, so, try to beat them. Yeah, Give no, it, just, it creates as close to a game as you can. Hell yeah. Um, so yeah, our athletes love that one just because you're competing from people from Texas, California, yeah. Colorado, Everywhere. all that good stuff. So maybe even Georgia. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Haven't seen that one yet, yet, but I want to. Hell yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and to be able to bring this to Cedar Rapids mm -hmm. is just amazing. What's the turnout been? You guys are new. Yep. yep. Can you get in and do this? What's it like? Yeah. yeah. Um, turnout's been pretty good so far. Um, you have a lot of high school athletes coming, college athletes? Or uh, right now. Um, and, of course, it's brand new, so yeah, all these things yeah. are. Uh, probably, like, third graders through eighth grade is definitely okay. our biggest um, population of athletes. So when we're talking about that age of kid, those kids are playing AAU and school-age basketball, rec leagues? Yeah, like some that. of them are. Um, and then some of them are playing baseball, softball, yeah. soccer. yeah football all that all the other stuff too they're involved in a lot which is good um but yeah so third through eighth grade is definitely our biggest market um we probably have 15 to 20 high schoolers so far yeah um 
our oldest member was actually, I think, 30. Sweet. Just wanted to, he said, this is much better than running on the treadmill. Hell yeah. So he, active, being active, he right? He could get his basketball fix and a very good workout And in. be a better shooter at the end of the game, <laughs> hopefully, right? Hopefully, if you're so. trying. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, so long-term plans, you're general managing this place right now. Mm -hmm. What's that look like for you every day? Um, I mean, this first two months have been kind of hectic, just getting off the ground running. Yeah. Um, everyone's first time in the facility is a free workout. We call it, Okay. um, just to show them exactly what we do and how our stuff works. So I'm sure you guys have been busy. <laughs> so it's an hour long and we've probably, um, gone through 400 plus of those wow. in yeah. two months yeah so that's, that's been, a lot yeah so that's been the biggest um kind of piece so far spreading um, the word getting yeah. people to know getting the word out there bringing people in to check it out putting them through that free workout hell yeah um, and then going from there so that's kind of what my biggest role has been so far yeah um is just making sure that's all set up and bringing people in and yeah. putting them through so um yeah it's been good though so far Oh, yeah. Are you pretty decent on these games? Be honest, uh, Carson, because I'll ask the people sometimes. working there. <laughs> <laughs> I like to play them, that's for sure. It, it keeps it keeps it fun. Um, it's fun to play with or against the athletes that are in there, too. So oh, yeah. the, the kids like it, too. Dude, I think it's so cool. Yeah. Well, we're running out of time, and you know, because you've watched the world, and they, mm -hmm. that you can't get out of here without firing range. That's all right. And I got it ready that's for you. That's all right. Dude. This episode of the firing range is sponsored by Cool Fit. Nick Cool's a holistic uh, health coach. I'm currently enrolled in Nick's 12 week course and it's freaking changing my life. I thought I was here and it's bringing me to here. Message Nick cool today. If you really want to change your life, Nick, I appreciate everything you've done for me, dude. Without further ado, Carson, you ready to rock? Yep. Breakfast or a supper kind of guy? Uh, supper. Pass or shoot first? Pass. Layup or long range? Uh, long range. College or professional? Um, professional city or country guy country are you a grit kind of person or is luck have a fate uh grit fruits sure. or vegetables what you taking fruits would you rather have a mountain home or a beachfront place beachfront <laughs> radio or podcast um podcast past in your last one for today past present or future what are you taking to bet the farm on oh present oh, live yeah. in the present i love that yep <laughs> well i appreciate you taking the time to come from cedar rapids chatting with me and telling us everything about this new shoot 360 basketball i think it's awesome what you guys are doing yeah thank you for having me on thank you for just kind of getting the word out there too about it absolutely we see some viewers down there. hell yeah and yeah. i will be in absolutely to shoot we'll put you through a workout <laughs> oh yeah we are not promising anything for that workout <laughs> no, thanks carson cool. i thank appreciate you. it dude